1: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: Hey everyone. I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create & Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real tech advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman In 2014, she started mixing up homemade hair care solutions in her kitchen. Now cut to 2021, and her brand, Myel Organics, has grown into a multi-million dollar company with products sold in over 100,000 major retailers, including Target, Walgreens, and CVS. And earlier this year, Monique secured a significant investment to the tune of nine figures for Myel Organics from Berkshire, which typically makes the equity investments of $100 million to $1 billion in size, clearly breaking the glass ceiling. Needless to say, it's a huge deal, but it's not just about turning a profit for Monique. She is doing so much more than that. She's paying it forward with her More Than a Strand philanthropic initiative, which includes $200,000 in scholarships for HBCU students and $1 million for the brand's global education and entrepreneurship program in partnership with Rutgers University and the Newark Business Hub. I can't wait to dive into how she scaled her business from self-made to shelf space and how she's paying it forward to fellow entrepreneurs along the way as well as talking about her historic deal. So without further ado, let's welcome Monique. Welcome to the show, Monique. We're so excited to have you as part of this. Thank you. I'm super excited to be a part. Thank you for having me. Amazing. Well, we're going to dive right into it because I know we have a lot to talk about. So we always like to start at the beginning. You worked as a nurse for eight years before you had made the transition from healthcare to haircare. Take us back to the moment when you first had the idea to launch an organic haircare line. What compelled you to launch Myel Organics and what was your vision for the brand?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Great question. So the inspiration behind Starting My started from just a pure love and passion for the beauty and hair space. You know, I've always been obsessed with hair care you know, making sure that my hair was healthy. I've always been known for how healthy my hair was growing up. And so that passion combined with my nursing background allowed me the ability to understand formulations and to understand how the body functions, the human anatomy of hair, the structure of hair and being able to create formulas for women with curly textured hair that look like me. I saw a lack of education and a lack of relatability in the industry that I'm currently in. And I felt that this was a need that I can solve, You know, a problem that I can solve with being a relatable CEO that really understood you know, the health and science of hair and was very passionate about producing something for women that look like me and something that they can relate to all over the world. And that's kind of like the inception of my L. You know, I worked as a nurse for eight years before stepping out on faith. And unfortunately, I did go through something very tragic with the loss of my son at um, eight months pregnant. And of course, with that tragic, situation happening to me, it allowed me to number one, deepen my relationship with God spiritually. And once I was able to deepen that relationship, I took a lot of time to be still and I listened to God and I had the vision and the idea to serve women. I was already serving women in the capacity working as a nurse. And I said, why not serve women with something that I truly love and educate them on how to have healthy hair and to maintain their hair. And I started Mayo in May of 2014 with one product. And, you know, the rest is history. Seven years later, we're a global beauty brand and it's truly been a blessing to really do something
1: that I truly love. Yeah, absolutely. It's such an inspiring story. But I also want to say you started this in your kitchen, you know, so I think it's important to kind of recognize the insane amount of growth you've had over seven years, of course. So I really want to talk about how you, went from in the kitchen to creating this
0: global brand? Yes. So of course, you know, taking my L from the kitchen to being in a major retail is something that, you know, seems like it's, you know, impossible to do, right. Especially, you know, where I come from and, you know, not really having that exposure, not having any mentors, a lot of things that I did, you know, I had to figure it out on my own. Um, But working in my kitchen was a lot of trial and error. It was a lot of experimentation going on in my kitchen, because at that time, I knew that I wanted to create products from food and have the nutrients that food provided because I'm a firm believer of the things that we consume are also beneficial for our hair and our skin and nails. And so I started with taking like avocado, mayonnaise, and and making my own conditioners and concoctions. And I would actually use food products and mix it together with conditioners that I didn't feel provided my hair with the moisture that I needed. Um, And what I discovered is that food molecules actually don't penetrate the hair shaft. So what I thought I was doing, I wasn't really gaining the nutrients from that food ingredient. And then I had to go discover and say, okay, how do I take this idea and actually bring it to fruition and create a formula that still has the same nutrients, but is beneficial and it penetrates our hair shaft. Um, So I knew that I had to find a chemist. So I went online, I went to Google University. (laughs) I was looking up chemists in the Chicago area. And, you know, I found a lot of different chemists that, you know, were willing to work with me. Um, Some that, you know, told me, no, it wasn't, you know, I found this chemist and then she told me, yes, I had to go through a lot of no's. And I also had to get to know people to know that if they took my formulas, could they recreate it and create a quality stable product for my customers or whoever wanted to buy it at the time. And so after a lot of no's, you know, one chemist decided to give me a try. And I took what I was making at home and said, Hey, I want to make this product. And I wanted to do X, Y, and Z for the hair. And she gave me a shot and she helped me formulate. And I understood the science behind it. Um, And so that's how I was able to go from kitchen to actual having a product that was stable enough to go on shelf, because I was very adamant that Whatever I produce, you know, it couldn't mold or it couldn't go bad once it, it touched the hands of the consumer. And it started with me finding myself a chemist to help me
1: understand formulations better. Today's podcast is brought to you by Stitch Fix, an online personal styling service that offers clothing items hand-selected by expert stylists to cater to your unique size, style, and budget. Shopping for new clothes can be needlessly stressful, so why not let Stitch Fix make it easy by doing the work for you so you can spend time doing things you love instead? For me personally, I got super into Stitch Fix when all the stores and malls were closed down during lockdown. I had so much fun ordering a variety of styles and mixing and matching outfits right from the comfort of my own home. Now you guys might be wondering, is this another subscription cost I'm going to have to add to my monthly budget? And the answer is nope. With Stitch Fix, there is no subscription required. You can order from them once or set up automatic deliveries for future orders and you'll pay just $20 in styling fees, which gets credited toward the pieces you end up keeping. You also get free shipping, returns and exchanges and have the option to try on pieces at home before you buy. They really make it easy for their customers. Don't let long shopping lines, dressing rooms, and inconvenient returns get in the way of your new summer wardrobe. This season, let Stitch Fix do all the hard work. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids, and they ship all over the U.S. and are available in the U.K. as well. So again, I obviously love Stitch Fix so much and I can't recommend it enough. You know, you're going to want cute new clothes to carry you through the summer season and Stitch Fix has you covered. Get started today at stitchfix.com party and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com party for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. stitchfix.com party. Have fun shopping going from your kitchen to a product, especially using ingredients that are organic and natural. I feel like that must've been a, a transition and figuring that out. And so obviously you got it to a place where you're now sold at Target, Walgreens, CVS and are a multimillion dollar brand. Obviously that doesn't happen overnight, but you did scale quite quickly. So can you tell us a little bit about scaling the business, the team and sort of creating, you know, going from kitchen sink to, a, to an enterprise essentially. And what were some of the lessons you learned along the way? Yeah. Well, honestly, so the business grew very, very fast. The
0: the business grew faster than I had the capability to scale before I had the people in place to scale. So it was like the business was growing. And as the business was growing, I was trying to figure out how do I put people in place to help with the growth and the trajectory of the growth. Um, So even though it looks like it happened overnight, it did not happen overnight. You know, we experienced a lot of failures We experienced a lot of shipping delays. We experienced a lot of um, the retail fees that I didn't understand at first going into retail. And I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs, they want to go into retail because it looks amazing, but do you truly understand the retail space? And that was something that we had to learn as we grew with the company. And we had to pay a lot of money and make a lot of mistakes in order for us to learn from those mistakes. And for for me, it was really about how do I surround myself with someone or people that have seen this before, someone that has done this roadmap. And it was a journey for me to connect and network with people in this industry, in this space that I can really glean on and learn from and have mentors that can show me, okay, this is the foundation. This is what you need to prepare yourselves for when you go into retail. Um, so I had to surround myself with the right people that have been there before in order for me to learn and grow. And also the funding is you know, a huge challenge, especially for a Black-owned business going into the retail space, you know, you're competing with conglomerate brands that have way more marketing dollars than you have as a small black owned business. And that was a challenge. You know, we had to really fight for our shelf space and we really had to prove, you know, that we deserve to be there. And how do we prove that by really deepening and engaging with our community? Because that was something that we had that the other brands didn't have. And, you know, the consumer, when they go to the shelf, they're dictating everything. And if you have that connection with that consumer, she's going to buy your product because of the brand story and how you connect and give back to her community. And so that's something that we offer that allowed us to prove our shelf space on the retail space. And we were fortunate enough to obtain a small loan in the very beginning uh, startup phase, uh, because going into retail, it also costs money. You know, you have Mm -hmm. to pay for, you know, the shelf space, you have to pay for any type of fees that are associated with whichever retailer you decide to go to. And not only that, but you also have to be able to pay for the order up front to supply the shelf. And so because of the lack of funding, you know, no bank would believe in us to give us a line of credit. No investor believed in us at the time because we were a very, very young company and we really didn't have a lot to prove to show that we would pay them back. But we had one person that believed in us and that happened to be a friend of my husband who loaned us 250000 to support our uh, first retail partner, which was Sally beauties. And that allowed us to pay for the marketing that allowed us to pay for the order of mm. going to retail. And that, you know, allowed us to prove ourselves at that retail space. And then once we blew it out of the park and Sally's, all the other retailers started um, calling, and then we had the money to bootstrap, to go into the, the next retailer that came after. Um, so it definitely wasn't easy, but
1: definitely worth it. You know, so, yeah. So, up until, and I want to talk about this recent investment. Were you completely bootstrapped? Yes. Yeah,
0: so you, we were not completely bootstrapped. So after you know we received the initial seed loan from you know a, a friend of my husband going into retail, now we had the backing to go to a bank to get a yeah. revolver or a line of credit because now we were able to show we have all of these accounts that are going to pay us, and that mm-hmm. gave bank reassurance. We had the the backing to show them that. This is a booming company. They're growing very fast. Now we have the financials to show the bank. We had all these retail accounts that were coming. So the bank had more comfort in extending a line of credit to us mm. um, to help support the, the subsequent retailers that came after.
1: But you had no traditional investors in the sense of like a VC or anything like that?
0: No, so we didn't start investing. So as, as you mentioned, you know, we just recently had an investment uh, this year last year prior to that, that was our first friends and family round. That was our seed round. They're like, yes, Um, yeah, (laughs) a good investment indeed. (laughs) Yes. yes.
1: So so that didn't happen until last
0: year, actually. Amazing.
1: Wow. So I want to talk about this historic investment. So I'm just going to read something that was on the press release, but it says basically you guys were able to partner with Berkshire Partners, which I believe is private equity. Yes, correct. Yes. So the investment capped an impressive period of growth for Mayel, which last year saw category-leading growth rates despite the challenges of a pandemic, of course, that led more than 40% of Black-owned businesses to shutter. It also marks a major milestone for Monique, as this is a horrible stat, but only 93 Black women have secured $1 million in investment funding for their businesses, according to Project Diana. By Anna, report on the state of Black and Latinx women founders by the organization Digital Undivided, Through Mael Organics' historic investment deal with Berkshire, which was rumored to be a nine-figure deal, Monique has paved the way for women-led companies to surpass the limits of glass ceiling society has conditioned us to believe are unbreakable for women of color. So one, it's incredible for your business. Congratulations, that's a huge milestone. But it actually has so much more meaning this investment. So I remember when the news broke, I got chills. I saw you post about, it. I saw a bunch of people posting about it. And then I watched your live on essence it was your husband and Rich Lou Dennis, who's the founder of essence, but also sundial brand who's spoken at create and cultivate in the past. And it was so emotional. And I was, I was like crying watching this because <laughs> it was just so clear how much hard work you guys had put into it. So much blood, sweat, and tears. So talk about that moment for you. I'm sure it took a while to get there. It wasn't overnight. It's a truly historic deal as a you know, women-led brand yeah. to get a deal of that size, not to acquire your company, just to acquire a majority stake, which is a huge, huge deal. So congratulations, and I would love to hear a little bit from your side about that.
0: Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. So you're 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 about to make me emotional now just thinking about that moment because it was such a historic moment and it just truly defined how we are changing the narrative for black women and this deal it means so much more than just, you know, the figure behind it, but it paves the way and it shows the value that we as black women bring to the table. We do build great businesses, right? But sometimes we're not afforded the same opportunity as our counterparts to scale our businesses. You know, the reason why black businesses don't um, succeed and can't scale is because they lack funding, they lack mm-hmm. the expertise to scale a business and, and that's what it takes. And for me, it was such a historic moment because I know that in this industry, it has never been done before where, you know, a black woman led businesses has been able to secure a deal such as this and still maintain majority of her company. That means I control the destiny of my company. And that's huge for us. So it shows that we don't have to give away you know, majority or we don't have to have our company acquired. We can still maintain that destiny and, and have majority ownership and still make the decisions we need to make in order to scale. And that's mm-hmm. why it's important. And so this was a very rigorous process We work with an investment banker during this process and we met with so many private equity firms because they were all interested in investing in in Miel because of what we have built. You know, we've seen tremendous growth over 2020 and for the investors, they had never seen, and this is sad, they had never seen a black woman led company to grow their company in seven years and was profitable. Hmm. They their mouths were dropped because they didn't think that it was possible because of the lack of resources that we have as the African-American community. So because we were able to do something that was so unique, you know it made it very attractive and it gave us leverage with these investors. And so we went through a process where we had to meet with at least 20 different private equity firms. We narrowed it down to about 10 and then we narrowed it down. So it was like a lot of different rounds to narrow this Mm. down to before picking Berkshire. And we could have opted out and went with Berkshire right away. But my husband and I, we told ourselves no, because Every private equity firm that we we meet with, they need to hear our story because the next black business that they come across, they will believe in them that much more because they had a conversation with Monique and Melvin. And so that why it was important for us to talk to all of these firms because we didn't have to, it was very exhausting, but we wanted to tell that story for the next generation of entrepreneurs that they invest in. And so we narrowed it down to Berkshire, number one, because of their experience with scaling consumer brands. But number two, what was really important to us was they were passionate just as much as we were about our community efforts. And Mm. they donated as a part of their investment an additional $1 million just to our community philanthropic efforts. And that was just completely amazing to us. And we still maintain majority ownership. So it was a win-win situation, not only for us, but also our community.
1: I want to take a quick break to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Freshly. Freshly is a weekly subscription service that delivers fresh, never frozen meals all developed by their team of chefs and nutritionists. Each meal is fully cooked. So all you have to do is reheat and enjoy. Did you know that 50% of Americans spend an average of one hour per day cooking? And that doesn't even include recipe procurement or grocery shopping. That's an entire 60 plus minutes you could be using to finish your daily to do list, catch up with family and friends, or just wind down with a good book. If you've listened to more than one episode of the Work Party Podcast, then you know about my love for Freshly. I'm currently subscribed to their four meals per week plan, which means I have a yummy and easy dinner to make almost every night of the work week. Running a business, traveling around for events, and still trying to maintain a consistent diet is a struggle. With Freshly, I've definitely started to notice a difference, not only in how I feel from a health standpoint, but also in how much time and energy I save, not having to worry about meal prepping, running to the store, or standing in the kitchen. Truly, Freshly is a lifesaver. Freshly can fit your lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and family size. And now listeners can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Stop searching the internet for healthy food near me every night and start living life with Freshly. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash party. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash party for $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com slash party for $40 off your first two orders. Now let's get back to the party. Congratulations on that in terms of mentorship and guiding you through the process. Can you talk a little bit about was rich Lou Dennis like involved in that? How was he helpful? Obviously having sold a brand before. I also recently just went through a transaction on like a much smaller scale than yours, but similarly, I needed those women that have done these types of deals before to tell me how to navigate this landscape, getting these deals done is a business in itself. It's it's separate from running your business. It takes over your entire life. So talk a little bit about the mentors that helped you through the process.
0: Yeah, absolutely. you're absolutely right. It takes over your life. You can't even run your business while you're going through this process. And we were able to see that. But Richard Lou Dennis, as I mentioned, um, he was a seed family and friends investor in our business last year. Um, And they invested a small amount to get us to the point to where we are today they were very very instrumental in how we talk to investors how do we craft that story how do we be clear in our path and our go forward strategy and how do we communicate that to the investors talking to investors can somewhat be intimidating especially this is a space that you have never came for and for me it was very uncomfortable because you know i know how to do what i do right i know how to build my brand and I know what works best for my brand. But there are also things that I don't know. And sometimes you really don't know how to articulate what you don't know, especially if you haven't been there before. How do you know what you don't know? But, you know, you don't know that it takes a lot to build more because operating a company from where we are is a lot different from our our future goals and where we're trying to be. We're trying to be the next, you know, three hundred million dollar company. And that takes a lot of resources. It takes a certain type of skill set, recruiting a certain type of talent to get you to your goals. And we knew that we needed that all hands on deck. So Richard Lou Dennis and his team at New Voices were very instrumental in helping us put together an actual um, pitch model and building that business model or business plan um, for you know someone that may not understand that that conversation but putting together a business plan of you know what the company looks like 3 4 years later from now and helping us craft the story to pitch to investors um they were very instrumental in doing so and I'm always very thankful in how they have poured into our company and again they've been there before they've done it they've seen this movie and we've been able to lean on them for so much advice to help guide us to the level that we're trying to go to so absolutely
1: Amazing. Well, let's talk about the next chapter, new chapter for Mayel. So in exciting news, you've enlisted A-list brand ambassadors like Sweetie and Megan Thee Stallion to reach new consumers. So how have you seen this increase in buzz since working with big name celebrities? Would you recommend this marketing strategy for other brands? Absolutely. So, you know, working with
0: A-lister celebrities, obviously, Mayel has given me the opportunity to work with big names that I never even would have thought that I would be working with for me, it has to be what's authentic and what works best for your brand. You know, I think we live in a a era where people can really tell if your brand is authentic or, you know, if celebs are getting paid to promote, which yes, they do get paid. But for us, it's all about establishing a connection and a relationship with any brand ambassador that I work with. I have, you know, Meg Thee Stallion's phone number. I have Saweetie's phone number. I can send them a text and say, Um, Hey, did you try this product? Did you like it? You know, if you're going to post about it, talk about the features and benefits, but I want you to really try it and experience it yourself. So I have most of my celeb ambassadors on speed dial. So I, I know them very well. It's all about what's authentic to your brand. If that's not what's true to you, then, you know, every marketing strategy doesn't work for everyone. You have to really identify your brand's voice. I um, mean, your brand's authenticity and your brand's identity and whatever works according to that is how you develop your marketing strategy. So I'm not going to say my marketing strategy works for the next brand because someone may look at it and say, oh, that's just another uh, paid to, to post and they may not buy into it. But I think that people can really see that, you know, my actually has a relationship with all the people that we work with and it's a genuine post working with big names is great, but if you don't have a relationship or a connection with them you know, they'll get paid and they'll treat your brand like it's nothing. And, and yeah, you know, I'm not going to let anyone treat my brand like it's nothing. We, we're very clear on, you know, what we ask for and what we want from any type of person that, you know, markets our product, whether you're a top tier celebrity or, you know, a micro uh, influencer, it doesn't matter.
1: Before we get into our next question, I want to take a moment to talk about today's sponsor Course Pure. It's our sponsors that help us keep the work party going. So we truly appreciate their support. Do you ever feel the pressure to keep up a balanced lifestyle? You try to get a workout in daily, you eat healthy 100% of the time, you keep up with the wellness trends, and to be honest, you feel like you're trying so hard all the time. Sometimes a simple act of using a standing desk or getting a quick run in is enough for you to celebrate. And those are the days that you reach for a course pure. The all new Course Pure is a refreshingly simple beer with organic barley, organic hops and water. It's the perfect healthy alternative you can raise a glass to at the end of a long day. Course Pure is all about promoting balance and giving aggressive affirmations to everyday heroes. So whether you just got into a new workout routine or started swapping your pantry items for healthy alternatives, way to go. Course Pure has your back. It's no secret that warm summer weather means more outdoor activities, beach days, camping trips, and cozy nights around the bonfire. And what better to accompany you on those adventures than a crisp and refreshing Course Pure? Course Pure is the perfect option for active lifestyle drinkers. You can look forward to a low-calorie beverage that rewards you after all the hard work you've endured. Course Pure is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life, so when you want to enjoy a beer without guilt, reach for Course Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. Go to coursepure.com/party to see where you can find Course Pure. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. Cheers. And you've also recently tapped actress and venture capitalist Keisha knight Pullum to be an ambassador for your Myel Organics Global Education Program, created in partnership with Rucker University and Newark Business Hub. So can you tell us a little bit about that program and what
0: you hope to accomplish with it? Yes, absolutely. So I'm really excited about our More Than a Strand program because my philosophy is to whom much is given, much is required, right? And as I mentioned earlier, this partnership with Berkshire was not just a win for me, but it's a win for my community. It's a win for aspiring entrepreneurs that see themselves in me. And my goal with this program is to train, develop, and educate the next generation of entrepreneurs, to give them something that I didn't have, you know, coming into this industry. And, and that's, experience and help teaching them and mold them from my own personal experience and teaching them the basic fundamentals of starting a business, because it's great to look online and, you know, you can Google and research, but that takes time. So if I can help eliminate some of those steps that I had to go through and make the path a little bit more easier for the next entrepreneur that's coming up, then, you know, I've done my job. And my whole goal is to make sure that you know, the seeds that we plant today is for the next generation to blossom. You know, I think about mm. those that have gone before me, um, like the Madam CJ Walkers of the world that have, you know, paved the way, even though that was hundreds of years ago. But again, you know, she had to overcome obstacles. Richie Lou Dennis has to overcome obstacles to make the way that much easier for me. And that's my whole goal is to create more entrepreneurs, to really live out their passion and to give them a the training and development that they need to start their businesses.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and you're doing just that truly. I mean, you're such an inspiration and this story is so incredible. You know, today women owned businesses are growing rapidly, but most still produce minimal wealth for their owners. What advice can you share for women entrepreneurs listening today on building a profitable company and generating wealth as a female founder? Yes. Yeah, so
0: number one, in order to build a profitable company, you have to know everything there is to know about your business and your spend, your cost of goods. Um, you need to be looking at your p l sheet your financials and that's one of the things that i had to learn and i learned the hard way because you know not coming from an era of financial literacy you know we we had to learn that and that's not taught in schools especially in the african american culture so i would encourage any entrepreneur to understand the finances obtain any type of financial literacy education that you can so you can understand your p l when you're looking at it to know if your business is profitable or not and if your business is not profitable where do you need to cut space? or, you know, where do you need to make better decisions? So looking at that, it helps you make better decisions to grow your business and your cost of goods is absolutely important. You know, we started out in this industry, especially as a product-based company, you know, with very low minimums and working with manufacturer in order to get the cost where you need it to be, you have to have a high, high amount of order and value for them to give you a cost cut. And so we had to fight for that, to get our costs to where we needed to be in order to be profitable. So it starts there you know, your, your cost of goods, because everything comes after that, how much you have left over to market, how much you have left over for your overhead fees. It all starts after the line of your cost of goods. And that needs to be at a, a, a decent percentage. So you have money left over. So it's really understanding that, um, can help you be profitable. And, you know, also as far as building uh, generational wealth, as I mentioned earlier, you know, when you understand your business and you create a profitable business and you create a profitable business that has grown very fast, such as Myel, that gives you the opportunity to create wealth. You know, we've been able to create wealth with the deal that we just um, acquired because, you know, we've been able to build something that was very profitable because we didn't take our profit and go spend it, you know, aimlessly and without cause, you know, we were very intentional about how we spend our money. We were very intentional about educating ourselves on that. And when you have that type of leverage, you have the opportunity to sell a portion of your business, or if it's your choice to get your business acquired because you have built something great. And, and when you build something great, that's profitable, you have leverage and you have the uh, ability to pretty much dictate what you require in order for you know either somebody to acquire your business or for somebody to buy a portion of your company and that can set you up for many generations to come
1: Hey, work party listeners, if you love celebrating the messiness of being human, then you will love Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard and Monica Padman. Armchair Expert is a weekly Spotify exclusive podcast that features in-depth interviews with celebrities, artists, authors, and global thought leaders. If you're anything like us here at Work Party, then you probably love learning every detail about the successful people that inspire you every day. On Mondays and Thursdays, hosts Dax and Monica create a space for their accomplished guests to share real, personal, and enlightening stories. As I mentioned before, you'll hear from a variety of inspiring thought leaders, including Hollywood stars, musicians, professional athletes, award-winning scientists, authors, and so much more. I've always been a huge fan of Dak Shepard from watching the show Parenthood, but after listening to his podcast, I have a whole new level of appreciation for the work he's doing him and Monica do an amazing job of really asking the right questions and digging deep during each episode and it's honestly inspired me to dive deeper into some of our interviews here at work party what I love most about armchair expert is that every guest is so different from the next there's no shortage of stories to be told and lessons to be learned I've currently made this podcast a part of my daily routine, listening to it when I get ready in the morning or even on a walk around my neighborhood. I love having it on in the background and soaking in as much knowledge as humanly possible. From everyday challenges to epic triumphs, Armchair Expert is a top rated podcast that delivers all the most important details through the lens of each individual and their personal and vulnerable life stories. Some of their more recent guests include Quentin Tarantino, Barack Obama, and Gloria Steinem, just to name a few. I mean, come on, guys. These episodes are action-packed with uniquely fascinating stories, key takeaways, and thoughtful insights that pull back the curtain on some of today's most alluring topics. To start listening, simply download the Spotify app, sign up for free, and search for Armchair Expert to start listening today. Listen to Armchair Expert for free now, only on Spotify. All right, let's get back to the chat. What I love about your story is, is you weren't VC backed. You didn't have, you know, billions of dollar valuations out the gate. You just worked hard and yeah. built the company, right? You built it profitably and you reaped the rewards of that, which I think oftentimes those stories don't get told as much. I think it's really incredible. So I want to talk about what's next for you and Myel Organics, you know, what's exciting now that you have this new investment under your belt for you as a founder and a CEO. What, what's next? Oh, so, you know, we're always working on something
0: great, like, you know, product innovation is probably like number one on my list. Being able to um, innovate faster and meet the needs of the almighty consumer at a quicker and faster rate. Being able to innovate with higher quality ingredients is one of the things that I'm really looking forward to bringing on more chemists to help formulations um, is something that, you know, we're looking forward to and also expanding our brand to an even more global capacity. You know, right now we're in the UK, we're in South Africa, Nigeria. So we're in a lot of different countries, but you know, we're not everywhere. And my goal is to be the global beauty brand that I always say that we are and expanding into global territories because they deserve the same access to products, um, to great high quality products, just as we do here in the U.S. And then lastly, you know, our community efforts, you know, it's, as I touched on, are more than a strand, you know, it's our goal to just train and develop as many women entrepreneurs as we possibly can. You know, right now this program is starting with 60 women, but my goal is can we put a thousand women through this program a year? So working our way up to that and now we have the funding to do so. So we have the funding to continue pouring back into our community. So when people support us, and, you know, every time they purchase a bottle of shampoo or a styling product, you know, that allows us the ability to continue to pour back into our community. So continuing to uplift and raise our community as we continue to climb this ladder of success is ultimately, you know, what truly drives me.
1: Amazing. Yeah. I'm sh- I can't wait to see what you guys do next globally. I'm sure. So we're going to wrap with some sentence finishers. The best career advice I always give is. Modify your strategy to fit your reality. Mm, Love that. The traits that got me to where I am today
0: are. Perseverance and tenacity. Mm, That's a good one. Um,
1: Self-care is. Going to get a pedicure and a manicure. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's the best. It's like during the pandemic, it was like, could not wait to get back. If there were more hours in the day, I would. Read more books. (laughs) Mm. My biggest
0: career crush is. I don't necessarily have one but I would say that I'm a huge fan of Beyonce and her business work ethic. So if I had to say someone, it would be her. Yeah. She's a good one. Um, and success to me is it's
1: not owned. it's rented and rent is mm. due every day. Oh yes. That is so true. Well, <laughs> Monique, thank you so much for being here. Your story is truly inspiring. Congratulations on all your continued success and tell everyone where they can find out more about my organics. Yes. Yeah, so
0: everyone, you can find out more about Myail Organics, obviously at our website, myelorganics.com. um, Also on our social media platforms at Myail Organics, Twitter, Facebook, and then I have a personal page at Exquisite Mo. And of course you can find us at any major retail, Sally's, Target, CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Kroger, you name it, we're there.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Love it so much. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye. For more inspiring conversations like this one, subscribe to Work Party on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party.